Well, good Thursday morning. Time for Taste Test Thursday here on 95.3 DNH. I'm your host, Adam Owens. Every Thursday, we bring in a guest to the radio station. We spend the hour talking about their life, their work, their hobbies. I don't know, weird, fun facts about them. And they are uh, required to bring in their favorite food to share with me, or at least one of their favorite foods. And we get to eat some really interesting things as a result. Now, my guest this morning is Sue Frisch from Your Dog's Place dog training. Hi, Sue. Good morning. How are you? I'm very good. Uh, Sue, you are not the other Sue Frisch that I thought you might be when I saw your name on my guest list. No, no, there's two of us. We're talking right? to Susie Calkin Frisch, right? Susie Calkin Frisch, who's my sister-in-law. Oh, so you're sort of related. Okay. We are sort of related, Okay. Yep. Now, now, yep. now Susie, uh, Susie Frisch of Wayne County Heroin Prevention Task Force. Correct. She's great. We, She's awesome. You're pretty cool, too, though. Well, I try. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Susie, if you're out there listening, hi, good morning. Thanks for all the work you're doing, and, uh, Rest up, lady. It sounds like you're, you're, you're getting, you're on the, Susie's on the mend. Yes, yeah, she's on the mend. She's on the mend. But, but Sue Frisch, now I'll, I'll call you Sue, right? That's fine. Yes. Okay, good. Uh, uh, your dog's place, dog, dog, dog training? Okay. Yes. Really? Like obedience? Obedience, um, puppy kindergarten, okay. canine nose work. We'll That's, get into a little more yeah. detail on that in a minute because yeah. I'm very interested. And, you know, I've heard this said before, and you said this to me too. It's about training people, right? Absolutely. And I think that's very uh, astute. Um, but let's kind of rewind. And then we're, we're also going to talk about the upcoming Dorflinger Music Festival. That's Absolutely. This Saturday? Saturday. And it benefits um, uh, Katie's Wish. Kate's Wish and Kate's a lot Wish. of other um, a lot of other local organizations. So it's a big deal, and we hope everybody comes. It's not just a concert. It's a fundraiser. It is. Like a big-time fundraiser. A big-time fundraiser. I love it. Okay, so we're going to talk all about that. I'm very excited, and I even think we may have a pair of tickets to give away at the end of the show. Yes. Ooh, I love, give, I love giving stuff away. Have you ever given? Have you have you ever been on the radio before? A couple of times. Oh, good. But not like giveaway radio. Okay. Oh, give, give, I'm telling you, Sue. Giveaway radio <laughs> not, is not, fun. Not taste test radio. Taste test radio is pretty fun too. So let's start at the beginning, Sue. Where are you from? Around here? Yeah, I was born and raised in Honesdale. Okay. And what neck of the woods did you sort I, of? Was your stomping grounds? Cliff Street. Oh. Yeah. Yes. So close to town, Very Irving close. Cliff was my playground. Um, we had a great neighborhood back in the 70s and 80s because I'm an old lady. <laughs> Hey, look, now. there are there are older folks, there are younger folks. It takes all kinds. Um, so you grew up around Honesdale, and uh, did you kind of know what you wanted to be when you grew up? Did I've you... been an animal person my whole life. I grew up riding horses. I always had dogs, was in 4-H. So, um, you know, always in, in my heart and mm-hmm. soul was something to do with animals. It, it took kind of a roundabout way to get there, but here I am, and I couldn't ask for better. So what, you know, what was that roundabout way you took? Like, you got done with high school, and, and what was your sort of job goal? What did you want to be? So back then, about the only options you were given for college and in a career with animals was um, veterinarian or veterinary technician. Ah, uh, okay. All so right. So I opted to go to the State University of New York at Delhi. Cool. Delhi's a cool town. It is a great town. Sort of a farm town also, yeah, right? Yeah, and a party town. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. If there's a college in it, it tends to be it a party town. It tends to be a party It is. It's a nice little country town, um, and it was a great start start place for college for me. I enrolled in their veterinary technician program, um, but I also um, felt very strongly at the time, and still do, I, I'm not in favor of research on animals for things like cosmetics and, uh, oh. and stuff like that. No, you're in good company. A lot of people share that opinion. But w- wait a minute. Was that like a requirement? It was. So in order Whoa. to graduate with your certificate, you had to take and pass the research animal technology course. And I said, no, Whoa. not going to do it. So, good for you for sticking to your guns on that. Thanks. That's that, that, You literally were just like, you know what? Not going to do it. Not. 
not wow. going to do it. So rather than try to find another college to go to, I just changed majors. All right. Um, went with a business major because I figured it couldn't hurt me, can always help me. I got to stay at the college town that I liked. I was with all my friends that I had made in that first semester and, yep. and went through and graduated with my associate's degree in business and figured that would carry me anywhere I needed. Anywhere I went, that was not going to hurt me. A great set of skills that you can show up at any just about any job and be like, right. yo, I can do business. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Or so, work for myself. Yeah. Which at that time, I wasn't didn't have the foresight, but you know, now... Now I'm glad I have that. Yeah. So, but what did you what did you do when you got done with that business degree? So I came home. Okay. I took a gap year. Um, what you, just like just kind of just get, you got to, some job and yeah. just kind of yep. got your bearings right. Got my bearings. Okay. Decided. Tried to figure out what I was going to do next because I knew I just didn't want to work in in a store. I was mm-hmm. I loved my job. I worked at Newman's Clothing Store in Homestead, oh. which is where Elegantes and Christophe's Supply. That was a clothing store. Um, um, for men and women? like Men and women and children. Okay. There were three departments there. Nice. Um, I had a great boss, Ken Green. He was wonderful. Um, and I worked there on and off for a long time. Yeah. Decided that I, I've always been a science and math person. Like, I just have that. A- animals and science, science and, and math. math. Yeah. Hot dog. No pun intended. <laughs> Uh, okay, so what did you do? So then I what? thought, well, okay, maybe it would be fun to be a teacher. I could have weekends off. I could have summers off. I'd have vacations off. I could maybe retire early. Um, These so all I, sound good to me. Yeah, you know? all sounded good. So I enrolled in Marywood University. Wait, so you went back to college? Went back to college. <sighs> got a degree in math, took all the education requirements, went to student teach, got yeah. three days into student teaching and said, nope, this isn't for me. <laughs> oh, no. Really? Absolutely. Well, you know, hey, at least you know it's not for right. you. And it's sort of the same thing with the, the research on animals thing. You're just like, no, no. This, this ain't it. This is not it. I'm going to listen to the voice in my head, the, 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 the reasonable voice in my head, mm-hmm. and I'm just, it's, it's not for me. So three days into student teaching, yeah, you're just like. Done. Not going to do this. Not for me. At least you got, at least you had a clear, you know, a clear indication. Yeah. Um, that was very black and white. There's a lot in, in life that's gray. Most sure. of life is gray. But mm-hmm. for me, that was just such a black and white defining moment. So back to work I went, this time at <laughs> Rothrocks in Honesdale. Silversmiths, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep, great place, great yeah. great products. Um, and got a house and went to the Dustin Animal Shelter to adopt my first dog of my Aww. own. Right? Yeah. Um, and while I was there, so the dog I went to look at to adopt um, had some fleas when I looked at her. So I said, oh, could I give her a bath before I bring her home? And the manager there at the time, Jim Rickert, said, sure. Mm-hmm. So I gave her a bath. And as I'm giving her a bath, I'm looking around and I'm thinking, and he's there all by himself. And I'm thinking, like, this is really hard for one person to be here all day to do all of this. Yeah. So I said, do you need some help? He said, sure. I, <laughs> I thought said, you'd right, never ask. I'll yeah. be back tomorrow. Um, and Whoa. And f- so from then on, for six months... I was if I wasn't working, I was at the animal shelter, volunteering, baths, volunteering, watch, walking dogs, all of that stuff. I was like, oh my gosh, I felt like I was home. Wow. Now, yeah. De- now Destin is a nonprofit. Correct. So it needs it kind of thrives on volunteers. Absolutely. Do- donations and volunteers are what keep the doors open because yeah. there's a never-ending supply of animals yeah. in need of care in True our story. community. So, so volunteered for six, six months, months at Destin, um, and at the end of right around the same time that. The end of that six months was coming, which was early 1987. Mm-hmm. The Humane Society of Lackawanna County had built a new shelter and was looking for um, manager slash executive director. And so Jim, who was the manager at Dessen, put in an application, a resume, and got hired there. Aha. So all of a sudden uh-huh. there's a vacancy There's a vacancy. At and the only other person that's at Dessen on a regular basis was 
me. Hey. Um, so I was offered the position. I said, yep, I'm coming. So <laughs> That actually kind of sounds like yes, a dream job for you. It was. It was. And actually, the date was that was actually early 1988. All right. Well, we're not, yeah. you know, we're, yeah, yeah, it's, it's that, okay. It's, yeah. That I'm long gonna, ago, I'm I came a myself. little fuzzy. That's okay. So how long did you, so you, you actually became an employee at Desk? Yes. And yeah. how long did that go for? 25 years. Whoa. Yeah. Holy Pretty smokes. Pretty much, yeah, half my life. But that sounds Definitely. like that right up your alley, rewarding work. You know, when you're working doing something you love, it doesn't feel like work, does it? Exactly, exactly. Oh. And um, and it gave me like a, a really awesome skill set as far as the PR factor because you're always trying to raise money and you're always trying to promote your animals and do all of the good things. Accomplish that... the mission and keep the, the lights on, basically. Right. Pay the bills. Right, right. And, and take care of all those animals yeah. that are needy. So I got a great study in animal behavior. Um, got to practice my dog training skills a lot, got to practice my people training skills a lot, was yeah. able to build the staff um, so that, you know, we had great animal care for all of those animals, you know, at the time and and just kept rolling, rolling. Yeah. Um, the downside to it is it's a job that takes a toll on your soul. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lifestyle kind of, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but how – so 25 years at Dessen. Yes. And you, you've, you, you sort of – you hung your hat up there. Yep. At one point or another. And you've kind of ha- you've now struck out on your own and you have your own dog obedience business, right? It's I do. A, this is this is a business. You, you yep. make some money at this. You pay your bills this way. I pay my, yep. It's called Your Dog's Place? Correct. Where is it located? So it's located, the training studio is located on 191 just north of Honesdale um, in the building that was formerly Dibury Sand and Gravels building. Oh. Um, the three green metal buildings on the left between the fairgrounds and... Wayne on the Hill restaurant. Do you need like a lot of space to do this? No, my studio is pretty small. Okay. Um, we can do group classes about six with the puppies, maybe eight dogs at a time max. Um, sort of like, uh, uh, you know, dog, dog owner 101. Kinda, yeah, right? absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. But what about sort of more advanced stuff? So advanced stuff, um, we go into the um, canine good citizen therapy dog test and actually we're just um, one of our instructors, Christy and I are working on developing AKC now has a, a farm dog certificate title that you can get. A- AKC? The American Kennel Club. Right. Okay. Right. That's sort of the official organization that registers pure breed dogs in, okay. in the United States, although they also accept mixed breeds for all of their titling programs. Oh. Um, so but no, wait, you said farm dog, farm dog. So one of the things that a lot of people are always interested in is therapy dog work. So yes. taking their dogs to the schools, the hospitals for hospice care. Yep. Um, they have the tail wagon tutors reading program at the library. Where you read to a dog. Yep. Where you read to a dog. So sweet. Um, there's dogs now that go to family court. Whoa. To help to comfort help the, the kids. kids. Yep. Wow. In family court. There's oh a lot God. of places that our dogs really can bring a lot of help and care to the people, you know, that need it. So we offer classes that lead you towards getting, if you've got a dog that's suitable and will like that work, leading you to be able to get that. Is there there like a certification? It's a certification through um, an organization called Therapy Dogs International. Cool, cool. Um, And then there was something that you had mentioned a little earlier. You're just sort of off the cuff. You're going through the list of things, and it was uh, scent work. Yes, canine nose work. Nose work. Tell me about this. So canine nose work right now is the fastest growing dog sport in the country like so dog agility well established we've seen it on tv and Mm -hmm. all that but this new up-and-coming uh i don't know facet is is canine nose work so it's it's modeled after the detection dog world so if you think um search and rescue dogs that are finding either cadavers or live finds 
bomb dogs, yep. um, drug sniffing dogs, drug sniffing things dogs, like that. the dogs that work customs to make sure you're not bringing in forbidden fruit from, yeah. <laughs> from yeah. some other country sure. or pine cones or something like yep. that. Um, you know, there's dogs that can sniff out invasive species in different countries. There are dogs that can amazing. sniff out cancer. There are Isn't dogs that, a thing? that can sniff out cancer. Yes, they're so a, working a, on a that dog's, a lot. Dog's nose is its best asset. It you, is right. It is. I mean, that thing is sensitive. Yes, and they use their nose like I kind of describe it so that we can understand it. And is that they use their nose like we use our eyes, mm. right? Like we look at out the window and you see all the different individual leaves on the trees and and all the different colors and the different colors of the flowers and the grass or whatever yeah. you happen to be looking at i'm just looking out your window right yeah it's nice right out now there, right? i'm kind yeah. of describing yeah you know there, where there the, was a bear out there a few weeks ago oh by the wow way. yeah anyway no bears okay. today i'm looking no <laughs> okay, deer good. either um so they use their nose so when you think about how a dog sniffs i mean their olfactory system is like a hundred times better than ours and yeah. they have the ability to actually process that through their olfactory system that it's individual molecules of scent that kind of gets categorized in their in their brain which is why they're so good at being able to say yes there is you know here is a little invasive species plant in this you know in this five acre field it's right here or the search and rescue dog that can find a single human tooth in a 40 acre search area so the level of detail that they can pick up with their nose like you said it's kind of like the level of detail we can pick up with our eyes right exactly that is so that you know you don't you you do think you can you know that you know dogs can smell really well but you don't think of like how well like you said a single one little stem of a plant in a whole field like they'll go right to it right 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 so so you work on training dogs how to do this well so from the dog's ability to do that grew this canine scent work which was developed in california by three people who worked narcotics and bomb dogs looking to provide enrichment for shelter dogs and said let's get them teach them to use their noses so they started with them just hunting for food in boxes and then hunting for their food in different places and what came of that is the dogs that were in that program became more settled in their kennels and their adoption rate skyrocketed become better doggies become better doggies because they have an outlet for that energy and endorphins to combat the stress of shelter life so they're using their they're using the one thing that they are best at in the world yep they are and they're getting rewarded for using it exactly so they Which feel is developing great. confidence and and all of that stuff so of course in human nature all the staff at the shelter at the time said hey we want to do that yeah right yeah with our own dogs so they're developed classes. And then, of course, once you've got dogs who are doing scent work, they said, well, we can't get our hands on cadaver parts or explosive, right? <laughs> right. We can't teach companion dogs to be searching out all this stuff. Right. So they decided on um, essential oil oil scents of birch, anise, and clove, and we sent them on Q-tips. So, and you hide the Q-tips. And we hide the Q-tips. So it's like a little sport. It is a little a sport little game because as soon as you have people doing this, you get my dog can find more than more your than dog your dog or faster, can do it faster, right? Faster, right? more accurately. So it developed into this great enrichment activity for all dogs across the board. Yeah. I mean, everything from Chihuahuas to Irish Wolfhounds. I was going to say, is there is there one dog that's better yep. at this than others, or just as long dogs? As the dog has a nose, has a functioning schnoz. Okay, yep, that's cool. All it takes, and from there, um, develop the sport. Yep. So now the sport goes is is nationwide regulated Um, there's rules there's there's judges and all that yeah and i was blessed enough to be able to get in on the ground floor like i went to early workshops and so So, i also work part-time for the organization i'm a sort of 
I'm a trial certifying official, and I do administrative work from home. If somebody wants to Google this kind of sport, what do they what do they Google for? Um, Google the National Association of Canine Scent Work. Scent Scent Work, though. Canine that Canine Scent, scent Work is yeah. the thing. Okay, or actually, it's Canine Nose Work. National nose Nose Work. NACSW National Association of Canine Nose Work. Nose Work. I love it. My guest is Sue Frisch, uh, who runs Your Dog's Place Doggy and People Training, uh, just uh, on Route 191 in Honesdale. Also involved in the Dorflinger Music Festival. Now, Sue, I want to talk a lot about the Fall Music yes. Festival coming up. It's Saturday, right? It is Saturday. So we're gonna t- we're gonna take a quick break here. We'll come back and then and you brought some food to share with me. Right? I did. I, I, we're I, gonna have breakfast. I can't wait. All right, Sue and I will be back as Taste Test Thursday continues on DNH.
95.3 DNH with Kygo and Whitney Houston and Higher Love. Well, good morning. Taste Test Thursday rolls on. It's 33 minutes after 8 o'clock. I'm Adam Owens, and joining me in the studio is Sue Frisch from Your Dog's Place and the Dorflinger Fall Music Festival. Good morning, Sue. Good morning. And uh, you brought some food in, too? I did. We've actually got it spread out here. We're not going to say what it is just yet. Okay. I want a little, little bit of a surprise. Yeah, the okay. big reveal. You know, that's the right, big, oh, right. the big Ooh, reveal. What do we bring? I want to talk about the music festival for a second. Yes. This is a an annual tradition. It is. And it's third third year now. Yes. Um, it where does it take place? It takes place at the Dorflinger Sudan Wildlife Sanctuary at the Outdoor Music Amphitheater, which beautiful. is beautiful. If you've never been there, you need to go. And it's it's a whole afternoon of live music, two two to nine p.m. Two to nine, and actually longer than that because we have the Kate's Wish Walk. Um, which we've combined with the music festival this year. So we're starting the walk at 11. Oh, okay. So you know what? I have to tell you, I'm a little bit in the dark about the Kate's Wish. Can you kind of explain it to me? So Kate Frisch Carmody was my sister who passed away from lung cancer almost five years ago. Sorry. Thank you. And um, a bunch of us got together because we wanted to really honor her memory in doing the things that were so important to her those last months of her life, which was... Um, educating people about cancer, supporting people in our community who have cancer, um, and giving a scholarship to a Honesdale High School student every year. So for the first two years after she passed, we did a walk um, actually at Boyd's Mills, the barn at Boyd's Mills. Mm-hmm. Um, great, successful fundraiser, which helped us be able to continue the mission. Um, and then and then life kind of gets busy and the fall music festival was starting and you know Bob which is my sister's husband myself um, Jamie Rutherford who is also a big brainchild of the fall music festival you know it, it's too much for all of us to do two big events every year so there was the fall music festival and there was the and the Kate's wish Kate's walk wish. so last year after the fall music festival at Dorflinger and you know I'm ashamed to admit that that was one of the first times that I had ever been at Dorflinger so I didn't realize the trails and and the beauty and um I said like we need to bring the walk or can we bring the walk here it's because fit. it's a perfect fit people can come we can walk for Kate in the morning and then have an afternoon of music so you know we get to spend the whole day what a good idea at this fundraiser which is all about community right we do this fundraiser this isn't just because it's a great big party for everyone it's because almost everyone involved with this music festival has lost someone close to them and what we find is that music and friendship is what helps us get through (sighs) sue you've got the right idea that's, right. That's, so yes. so yeah. there's um you know there's a, a handful of great um, organizations and 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 scholarship funds and mm-hmm. memorial funds that are going to reap the benefits of all the money that we earn at the Fall Music Festival this year. So the walk starts at 11. Yes. And now what's is there a sort of a sign up process that needs to happen? So you just show up? Oh good. Yeah, oh, awesome. you can just show up. You have your ticket. Um, the tickets are $20 in advance, $25 at the gate. Okay. Um, if you're showing up for the walk, you'll get a wristband. Actually, if you show up anytime, once you turn in your ticket, you get a wristband. So if you want to do the walk, stay for some music, go home, change, grab your cooler, and come, come back and for go. the party later, You bigger party later, you can certainly do that. Yep. Um, we've secured some lawn games for the daylight hours. We have some cornhole, some Connect Four. We're hoping for a big Jenga game. Nice. So there'll be some, you know, it's family friendly, so things for kids. Kids to do, um, so it, it just last year was a great was great. We had over eight hundred people. Um, this year we're shooting for over a thousand. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. 
Uh, is there a website folks can go to to kind of so get the details? So we have a Facebook page. Perfect. Um, Fall Music Festival at Dorflinger. Okay. And all of the details are there. Ticket sale options are there. There are some places in town that have tickets. The River Reporter has them online. No. Oh, cool. Yeah. Love I have that. them traveling in my car. <laughs> if you, if you <laughs> so see I, Sue, if you see me, just, flag her down. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, okay, so the walk is at 11. Yes. Uh, you know, what kind of a walk is this? Is so the trails at Dorfling are all beautifully groomed. Oh, We've good. chosen about an hour-long um, walk through the trails. You would say walk rather than hike. Correct. Here. Okay, good. Correct, good, good. yeah. Just and to get people you know, an idea of what they're in yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wear, definitely wear your sneakers and, you know, because it is a woodsy trail. Sure, sure. But you're not like scrambling up like rock no, ledges no, or anything no, crazy no. like that. No, 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 none okay. of that. Right, none good. of that. Okay. And we walked at a pace that we thought the average person would walk so you could complete in an hour yep. and it just loops around and brings you right back to the amphitheater. Now, I do have one question. Yes. What about dogs? Dogs, no dogs. Okay, I just want yeah. to make sure because I know some people might want to bring their dogs. Yep. We've been talking about dogs all morning. Yep. But so no... no. Yeah, d- then that's Dorflinger. Yep. Um, is, is not a... That's a no underst- dog's policy. Yep. yep. I right. get it. Nobody wants to... Pick clean up, up the, after yeah. somebody else's dogs if people aren't cleaning up after their own, so I get it. Clean up after your dog friends. Absolutely. Throwing that out there. Yeah. Um, okay, so the walk starts at 11. Should be You should be back by 12, 1230, 12, 12, something 30, like that. 1230, yep. And at that point, um, two chicks and one guitar will be playing some music f- just, you know, for our listening pleasure. Yep. And then at 2, at, the Fall Music Festival starts. Right. Then that's when the music starts. So we'll have Owen Co., yep. Owen Walsh. Um, young local. I know Owen. You know Owen yeah, right? he was. We actually Great. we had, we played one of his songs yes. on the radio here. Yes, you did. Good you dude. Did. Good dude. Yeah, and he's been playing a lot locally um, lately. And I'm then very we... interested in this next band, Ballard, Ballard Spar Galactica. Yeah, there. Um... You know what that's a takeoff of, right? I do. Okay, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> just, uh... <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. So they're a group of Philadelphia lawyers. Oh, n- really? Yeah, they're lawyers. Yes. This yep. is getting cooler yep. and cooler. So that's way cool. Then we have um, Graham Baxter. Love Graham. Yep. And we're ending the night with Stephen Eddie. Yes. Stephen Eddie's a big name around big here. Big name. Lots of groupies. Yep. Um, you know, they've I've, been around a long, long time. Just by just by putting them on the bill, I feel like you're practically guaranteed like a good, a huge chunk of people yes. to show up. Yep. You know what I mean? So the goal is to bring a, over 1,000 Yes, people. that's our hope. I think yep. that you'll do it. I think that you'll do it. So it takes place this Saturday, September 14th at the uh, Dorflinger Outdoor Music Amphitheater. Gorgeous spot to have a show. Uh, tickets available in advance. There's a handful of folks selling tickets, and also the River Reporter has them online. Correct. $20 a person in advance, but you can just show up, 25 a person at the door. Yep. And now this money goes to support what? A lot of different organizations. So some of it will go. We've picked 10, and I apologize. 10? 10. Yeah. Wow. And I don't. Oh, the, yeah. It is. So, so we'll be going to the Cape Frisch Carmody Memorial Fund. Yep. Um, a fund for Bill McGinnis. Yep. Kelly Lally. Wow. William John Rogers, Joseph Gerard Bunnell, Ryan Hunt Rutherford, Robert Deal, Jake Hopkins, Mike Chesna, and Jake Burkhart this wow. year. Wow. Um, we've also made a commitment to give um, a music scholarship to a student at Honestall High School, Western Wayne, Wallenpaul Pack, and Forest City this year. Wow. That's a lot. You guys are doing a lot of good. Yeah. But you need people to come and we buy tickets. We need people to come, yes. In we order need people to, do to buy tickets good. to be able to do all this. We also have had a great outpouring of sponsorship this year, uh, which is the big key. Yes. Um, can I give a yeah, shout out? Yeah, to absolutely some of do. This? You know, the thing about sponsors for events like this is that it makes it so that the people who buy tickets. That money just goes straight to the cause rather than to paying to offset some of the bills that are going to be incurred by right. putting a party exactly. together like this. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, who who is kind of behind so, us? 
So we have um, our We Salute You sponsors, which have given very generously for this. Bold Gold Media, Beach Lake Sprinkler, Bunnell Waste Removal, Comprehensive Physical Therapy, Dorflinger Sudam Wildlife Sanctuary, Joe and Kathy Adams, Leeward Quarry, Mir Law, Dr. Dave and Kay Reynolds, Northeast Concrete Pumping, Northern Radon Solutions, Reinfurt Excavating, Remax Wayne, Remax Best, Rutledge Excavating, the Sater family, the Stevens family, the Weiss family, Wayne County Ready Mix Concrete Company, Your Dog's Place. Wow. Yeah. You've got yep. a lot of people on yep. board here. We do. We this, do. And a is... lot of other sponsorship opportunities for for folks. So, And it's never too late to sign on to be a sponsor. Either if you can't attend the festival but want to help out, you can certainly contact one of us and we can help you with a donate you know getting your donation in to help fantastic so uh one more time if people want to look this up on facebook for more details what are they searching for fall music festival at dorflinger fall music festival at dorflinger okay wow sue uh you're you're it's it's so cool to hear so many people whose heart is in the right place you know this is a heartwarming kind of it's all about giving and i think the group that that does this it it is it's all about the feel good that comes from being able to help other people you know i want to kind of I might be going out on a limb here. This might be a stretch, but like, you know, we were talking about how when you get the dog involved in scent work and it's using its best asset, like it's leaning all the way on that mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's doing good things with it. Yes. Like, I kind of feel like that's what's happening here a little bit. Absolutely. Like, people are really good at giving to other people and caring for other people. Correct. And when we kind of put put the put the spurs to ourselves to do that, I think really good things happen. Absolutely. This Absolutely. So cool. You know, and I, I've, I've grown up in this community and I love it. Um, I've been a part of it my whole life. I mean, when I was at the shelter, it still was all about, you know, you needed to raise money and you needed to, to get community involvement in order to make that happen. Five people in an animal shelter can't make it successful. It's a community that makes that and all of the other nonprofit organizations in our community successful. It's not just the people in the door. It's the people in the community that, that give back to make the, all of those organizations the best that they can be. This community pretty regularly shows itself to be made, made of good stuff. It does. You know, it does. It's just I, I, there's so many different events that happen around the community that people step up and just give. go for it. Yeah, yeah you yep. know, you know, and then someone sees a need and somebody steps up to the plate and said, "Let's, you know, let's meet this need." Yeah, and people just jump on board. So Sue, yeah, I'm looking at the pile of food. Yeah, can good we? Food. Yeah, can we can, eat? Can we eat? Because I'm starving. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. We're going to split the mic between us, okay. so now we both talk in. Gotcha. Uh, so what is, this is a lot of cheese. What do we got? So we have Calkins Creamery cheese. Oh. I live about a mile down the road from Calkins Creamery. You're their neighbor. So I'm their neighbor, and they have the best cheese in the community. Wait a second. So you're Sue Frisch. I'm and, Sue Frisch. And you're not Susie Calkin Frisch. No. But Susie Calkin Frisch, is, is that this Calkin? No, no. Susie Calkin Frisch no. is Why not would it this Calkin, yes. right? But okay, she's right, my right. sister-in-law. Okay, so there's but all kinds of... The next street over to me, the road that Bob Carmody, who's also big on the Fall Music Festival, yes. lives on Calkin's Road. Uh-huh. Right? So that's... The Calkin comes in because it attaches to the road that I live on. But they've got this great farm and these great cows. And actually, they just had the herd for the curd. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, and they make this wonderful cheese. Oh, so today they, they've won several awards have, too. Yeah, several awards. So today we have some gardenia Italian dip. Ooh, nice! So it's like yeah, a soft, nice creamy dip. Creamy cheese. We have some curds because there's nothing better than cheese. Love curds, cheese curds. Right. 
And on this one, we have some horse kicks. So we're going to have a little horseradish oh, this morning. A little for spicy, breakfast. spicy. And, now to, and to, some pretzels to dip in. As the delivery mechanism. Yeah, right. right? So which one are you going to try first? You know, so I'm thinking we should start with the sort of mildest flavor and okay, go to the strongest. Go, okay. I, I'm thinking this sort of this horseradish yeah, is last. It's going to make us go. Yeah, which I'm into. I love that. So we'll start with the curds because they okay. are. Pretty a cheese curd is like oh I know and they have so many flavors of the cheese curds with the hot barons the mm -hmm. spices on it yeah oh man yeah. they're good it reminds mm -hmm. me of mozzarella a little mm -hmm. bit yep nice and kind of mild and so cheese curds like I guess what if you if you press them together and leave them that way for a while then you get like actual cheese correct cheese curd correct. is like is like ch cheese junior kind of I don't yeah, know yeah I know, think you're right weird way to say it. not a cheese maker but do you know I think about right. do you know about poutine no oh dude. In. Sorry, I didn't mean to call you. That's dude. okay. That's all right. So poutine is this Canadian dish, where they take a pile of French fries, and they put a handful of cheese curds on top of that, and then they pour hot gravy on top of that. Oh boy! And it sounds like a hot mess, and it kind of is, but it's so delicious. I bet. As the cheese curds kind of melt a little bit, mm -hmm. and the heat of the French fries and the gravy, and then mm. if you go to Canada, you can get all kind. You can get like pizza poutine, and you they all different. You know, oh, wow. they, they use like marinara sauce, mm -hmm. but basic poutine is French fries, cheese curds, gravy. And cool. it sounds a little weird, but it's really good. I bet it is. And good. so, if you were to try to make poutine at home, have to you do could that. totally go yeah. to for some yeah, some Cockham's curds. Creamery and get mm. some curds. Yeah, and those are good. Oh, oh. A little like squeaky almost. Mm -hmm. oh, I love mm -hmm. it. Okay, so mm -hmm. next up is this. Um, this is like the Italian Italian seasoned yeah, cheese garden, spread. Gar gar gardenia? gardenia. Italian. Yeah, it must be Italian. So I'm, I'm just gonna swipe Italian. a swipe a pretzel right through Tomato, this stuff. Tomato, basil, and herb infused. Oh. Quark style, which is a soft kind of creamy cheese. Yeah, quark is like a cream cheese. Here, smile. You're on, you're on camera. Ah, okay, there he goes. Nice. Yum. Yum. I go here all the time. It's so nice to have them oh, I don't right blame down the you. road, right? Right? Yeah, you can actually buy cheese right at their mm -hmm. location. Right there, yep. But they also nice carry listen. it in grocery stores, mm -hmm. like, all over. I think Agway has it. Um, I've seen it, I think, at... Um, I've seen it at Pax. At pa Pax, Clark Sunrise Market, I know, yep, has Clark's it. Yeah, Clark's has it. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Alpine. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you Ooh, think? That's of, nice. You like this? Mm -hmm. I love it. It is nice. It's nice on some little um, the little bread baguettes, like the oh, little yes. um, those little round slices that you slice. Yep, slices I'm of French a, bread or I'm whatever. not a cook. That's so. ah, right. <laughs> mm. But I like to eat farm to table and organic. And again, it's all about supporting our local community. So when you, it's it, it's just such a big circle, yeah. isn't it? This community is loaded with good stuff, from food to people. Mm -hmm. You know, and, always and dogs too. Mm. Okay. Mm. That was so good. so right. next up is this sort of. Horseradish. Horse, 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 horse kick. kick. Boom. So it's the same thing. It's that quark style mm -hmm. cheese. So it's like a, like a, almost like um cream cheese, cream cheese, right? Mm -hmm. Like whipped mm -hmm. soft cream cheese, dip. loaded up with flavor stuff. So I see some like black peppercorns in yeah. here. I see some other. Oh, good look stuff. at that big dip you took. Oh yeah, dude. You I, I like do not mess around. <laughs> I do not mess around. Mmm. Oh whoa, whoa. <laughs> horseradish. Awesome. Did horse? you ever grow horseradish? No. Oh, it's awesome. It's intense stuff. It is intense when you. What is it? it looks like a like it's a. It's a root. It's a root, right? And it's very invasive. You have to grow it in a pot because oh. if you don't, it takes over everywhere. Oh. Once I tried to take it out of the pot, it took me like three years to get it. To get it back in, all in, out in under because control. It, well, I decided I wanted to change the pot to flowers, and every time I turned around, there was more horseradish. Horseradish, <laughs> really? Yeah, it's it, just persistent it's stuff. It's very huh? persistent stuff. Ooh, that is good. It is good. It's actually not that hot. No, but it's, it's perfect. The flavor is right there. Intense. Now, what is it? Wasabi is Japanese horseradish. If you right. ever get sushi, Very, yes. that green stuff. Yeah, don't pour it on. <laughs> oh, man. That will open your nose right up. Yep. Whoa, Sue. Yeah, Yum. the caulking stuff is really good. Mm -hmm. The dips were really... I, the cheese curds are like... 
You could just nibble on those all day. All and they day. Have, I think they have the buffalo style ones that yep. are a little spicy. And like you said, the hot barons With the hot barons uh, spices on them. Yep. And, you know, I'm still, um, I don't know if there's any restaurants around here who do poutine. But I'll put it out there. Yeah. Somebody should because yeah. because Calkins is making the curds. They are. Take advantage. They are like so good. Do poutine, man. I love it. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was good. Yum yum. That was thank really you, thank good. Thank you. Very very good. And uh, yeah, and this stuff we came just came from what Clark Sunrise Market, right? Yeah. And yeah. I love that local uh, grocers are carrying local products. I know Lake Region IGA does that. Mm-hmm. Tons of different places do it, and that is so awesome to see. All right, Sue. Uh, we are starting to run out of time. We have to take a break here. When we come back, I have something to share with you that is. It's not local. Okay. It's not healthy. Perfect. It's it's pretty junky to be totally honest with you, <laughs> but I'm I'm kind of interested to see what you think of this. So we'll come back. Uh, my guest Sue Frisch from Your Dog's Place Dog Obedience Training, uh, and we're talking about the Dorflinger Fall Music Festival. These these two tickets that I have right here, can yeah, we can we give these we away? We need to give those away. Okay, yeah. So we're gonna do that at the end of the hour as well. So if you'd like to win two free tickets for the Fall Music Festival this Saturday, keep listening to 95.3 DNH. Steampunk Honesdale. September 14th and 15th. Steampunk Honesdale, September 14th and 15th, a celebration of the industrial heritage of the Honesdale area. Enjoy the farmer's market on Saturday. Ride the Storebridge line, ride the speeders, check out what's going on in Honesdale at visithonesdalepa.com. Explore the many area businesses. Don't miss the tea dueling. Steampunk Honesdale. September 14th and 15th. DNH Discovered will have music underneath the Fred Miller Pavilion on Sunday. For more information, visit HonesdalePA.com. Steampunk Honesdale, brought to you by the Dime Bank, member FDIC, by Honesdale Greenhouse on Main Street in Honesdale, and our presidential sponsor, the Honesdale National Bank, member FDIC. Visit HonesdalePA.com. Steampunk Honesdale, September 14th and 15th, a celebration of our industrial heritage. Don't miss it. Steampunk Honesdale. This is the Bethel Woods Center for the Arts Concert Update on Bold Gold Media Group. On Saturday, September 21st in the Events Gallery, Chris Thilly. On Saturday, October 19th in the Events Gallery, John Sebastian. Cause we got him on the spot. Welcome back. Hot town, summer in the city. Back of my neck, getting dirt and gritty. Been down, isn't it a pity? Doesn't seem to be a shadow in the city. What a day for a daydream. On Thursday, November 7th in the events gallery, the David Sanborn Jazz Quintet. Bethel Woods Center for the Arts is a not-for-profit cultural center located at the historic site of the 1969 Woodstock Festival. To buy tickets or for more information, visit BethelWoodsCenter.org. Coffee lovers, Tulpahawken Mountain Spring Waters Mountainside Coffee is here, providing 100% Colombian coffee for business and home. Their roaster has over 35 years experience. And in addition to assorted teas, even hot chocolate will be delivered right to your door. There's never a fee for equipment and delivery is free. Visit them online for more at Tulpahawken water.com or stop by the plant on route 11 just outside northumberland water it can go from a drip to a flood 
But the best water comes from your tall Pahakan delivery. Tall Pahakan Mountain Spring Water is nature's finest drink. It's a great way to stay hydrated and keep yourself healthy. Tall Pahakan will deliver yours free to your business or home. Tulpahawken Clean Clear Water. Online at tulpahawkenwater.com. Tulpahawken Clean Clear Water. Technology is always changing, and Radio Bold is at the cutting edge. Download the Radio Bold app today and listen to your favorite Bold Gold Media station wherever you go. 95.3 DNH, Classic Hits 105.3, Wayne Pike News Radio, The River 105 and 103.5, 94.3 The Talker, 1400 The Game, Thunder 102, 98.3 WSUL, and 95.9 VOSFM. Radio Bold is available for the iPhone and Android, phones and tablets. It's free to download and easy to use. The onboard alarm clock lets you wake up to your favorite station, and Radio Bold is fully compatible with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, so it integrates seamlessly into your car stereo. Use Radio Bold every day to check in with your favorite local station no matter where on earth you are. Radio Bold. Radio without borders. Your forecast is next on 95.3 DNH. We'll be right back with a look at this weekend's weather brought to you by Stan's Cafe. Where can you go to find food that's made with love and served with the friendliest hometown hospitality? Stan's Cafe, that's where. Hi, I'm Michelle of Stan's Cafe. Stan's is a cozy little jewel in beautiful Honesdale, PA. Stan's Cafe offers an atmosphere like no other. Come taste our fresh and delicious daily specials. Stan's is happy to announce that we now serve the incredible locally roasted black and brass coffee. Purchase a bag or gift certificates for any special occasion. Find our specials on Stan's Cafe's Facebook page. Eat in or call ahead for convenient pickup. Stan's Cafe is located at the corner of Route 6 and 652. Open seven days a week from 7 to 3. If you're looking for incredible food in a warm, cozy setting with the friendliest of service, then Stan's Cafe is the place for you. Lake Region Weather. We're looking at a cloudy day today, some scattered showers and highs in the lower 70s. Chance of an evening shower tonight, otherwise partly cloudy with lows around 50. Sunshine Friday, mid-60s on the top end and down to about 50 degrees overnight Friday night under cloudy skies. Saturday, partly sunny and a chance of a shower during the day Saturday. High temperatures in the upper 60s for Saturday. Then for Sunday, partly sunny, highs in the mid-70s. We're at 70 degrees outside right now. You guys rock! The home of nonstop music. I can't believe this. The music's here. 95.3 Okay, we're back for the third and final segment of Taste Test Thursday where I bring in something to share with the guest. Every week it's something I've cooked up or found or discovered or stumbled across. And my guest today on Taste Test Thursday has been Sue Frisch from Your Dog's Place Dog Obedience Training. She's also involved in the Dorflinger Fall Music Festival, which celebrates its third annual year this Saturday, September 14th. Starts with a hike, a walk for Kate's Wish. That's at 11 in the morning on the grounds. Then starting at 2 in the afternoon, the Fall Music Festival kicks off with four great bands playing until 9 o'clock at night. Uh, Sue, did you have any idea what you were in for when you came in this morning? No, I had no, I had no <laughs> idea what to expect. So this, this has been a lot, cool. of, lot of fun. It has been. I really liked it. Oh, sorry to give you your mic back. There you go. Um, okay, so now you really have no idea what you're in for. No. Because I brought something in to share with you. Uh, I Don't ask me where I found this. Okay. I, I have such a... I'm amazed that I don't weigh 500 pounds. <laughs> I have such a soft spot for junk food. 
And whenever I see like some new version of some classic junk food, I I always want to try it out. And I also feel like I'm, I'm doing a service for people out there who might like see this on the shelf and be like, is this going to be any good? Oftentimes it's not. <laughs> so I brought in a new flavor of Twinkie. These are called Moonberry Twinkies. And what is a Moonberry? Well, I honestly don't know. <laughs> I think that they're just supposed to taste out of this world. Okay. This world. They're blue. They are dark blue, almost black. Hang on a sec. I'm coming over there. Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay. Right. So let's open one of these things up. Okay. It's... Blue. On the, yeah, on the package it looks black, black. on the outside, yep. white cream on the inside. Yep. But in reality, this is like navy blue, dark, dark, dark yes. blue, right? Yep. Let's. I tell you what. Instead of each of us eating one of these by ourselves, let's just break it in half. I think that's split a good it. idea. Yeah. Okay, right? Because I don't. Idea. I'm not so sure about this, honestly. I'm not so. Either. Hmm. Okay, it looks and feels like a Twinkie. Yep. Kind of spongy cake. Yep. Very spongy yep. cake. On the interior. White frosting. It's white frosting. What does it smell like? I don't. Sweet. It just smells like it's sweet. Fruity. Preservatives, maybe. Okay, I'm trying it. Um, okay. It's white. Does it taste... What the... It tastes blue. Like, I, I, I'm not so sure here. It's got that chemical flavor to it. It right? does, yes. Of I was going to say... Things that are highly preserved. It tastes like a Twinkie. Uh-huh. I don't think it tastes like... Whatever. Does it taste I'm... like a berry? It's got a little fruit hint. It does, I guess. It, just it? a little bit. It's not overwhelming. Is it going to turn our lips blue? How's my tongue? It's blue. Is it really blue? <laughs> Sorry, I mean to stick my it tongue is, out. No, you. that's funny. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of dye in here, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm I, sure. I, I think I wouldn't buy them. I, I don't think I would buy I, I did buy them. I actually spent my them. money on these things, so. Or you can give them away. I'll leave them in the break room for Sam Miller. He'll there like you go. that. Okay, perfect. All right, look at perfect. the ingredients list. It's about a mile long. Mm-hmm. And the first one is sugar. Of course. <laughs> okay, I always like to do this. Wait, okay, so serving size, two cakes. 77 grams is the serving size. Yep. And in one serving, there are 31 grams of sugar. That's a lot of sugar. So that is nearly 50% sugar. And 9 grams of fat. So this, yeah. 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 I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll go back to the cheese. Okay, yeah, same. <laughs> Clear See, my this palate. Is like, this is like the, the public service that we provide to our listeners. We, we jump on this grenade so that you don't have to. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not sold on the Moonberry Twinkie. No. Somebody no. had cotton candy flavored Oreos. The Oof. other day, yeah, so that, yeah, they weren't so good either. It's a little over the top out mm -hmm. there these days, isn't it? Yep. It's a little much. And all, all right. those flavor um, peeps, though. Oh yeah, all the different flavor peeps. You know, maybe next week on taste test, I'll bring in like kale or something like that. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Red kale and green kale. Uh, Sue, I have some bad news. Oh no. We're out of time. Dumb bummer. Oh. This was super fun though. It was. It um, was. Okay, so. Uh, how do we find Your Dog's Place, like, online, if we want more information? Yourdogsplace.com. Y-O-U-R-D-O-G-S-P-L-A-C-E. Yep. Dot com. com. Yep. Great. Okay. Uh, and you're right outside of Honesdale on 191. On 191 North, yep. Okay. Uh, how do we find out more about the Dorflinger Fall Music Festival? Facebook, um, Fall Music Festival at Dorflinger. Okay. And A lot of information on that page, how to get tickets. And it's this Saturday. It's this Saturday. In the event that it's like... And it's going to be a full moon almost. Full moon is Friday right. the 13th, right? Oh, man. So we're hoping for a big, huge harvest moon light concert. That sounds awesome. More information online at Facebook. Look for uh, Fall Music Festival at Dorflinger on Facebook. There are tickets available online. But you know what? If you want to just decide at the last minute, just come. Just come. We'll get, have them at the door. Get tickets at the door. All the money is going to several great causes. Mm -hmm. And starting at 11 that morning, it's the Walk for Kate's Wish. Correct. 
and uh, is a, another just another great cause. I got to say, uh, this community kicks butt. We're we have lot, great people. A lot of good people. Uh, Sue, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Have Friends, been. neighbors, uh, till the next time we talk, stay safe, be good to each other, cycle with traffic, and walk against traffic. Thanks. <laughs>